Howdy there, folks, and welcome to The Random Men, where two experts in nothing talk about everything. On today's episode, we earn our title of Random Men. Things go in many different directions as we look at topics from lawn care, dumpster diving, DIY projects, and our home base for the podcast, Fort Random. So get ready, because today, two random men go on a random ramble. that new Husqvarna automower that keeps popping up on Facebook ads? No, I haven't. I'm sure they're not the only brand that does this, but it's programmable and just mows your lawn on its own. Like a Roomba? Exactly like a Roomba. But mowing your, your yard. Mows your yard. You never... I guess you just walk away as far as maintenance. I don't know. I haven't really looked into them. It seems... Okay, like a Roomba... Like, the worst that's going to happen is it maybe sucks up, like, a curtain. <laughs> maybe hits a small dog or something, knocks over a kid. But an automated lawnmower, mm. there seems like there should be a whole lot of, like, safety things. Like, I mean, I, I bet it probably has one of those things where, like, if anything, well, I don't know. Because you think, I was going to say, like, Does the blade. Does it bounce off of a tree? Well, I was going to say, like, the blade, like, uh, they have, like, the saws where if it gets any moisture, they stop. But it's, like, it's cutting grass. So it's going to pick up moisture. Yeah. So how does it know if it needs to stop? I don't know. Uh-huh. I probably should watch the video on it, the tutorial. That seems... But it just got me thinking... Okay, so we've got scary. automated mowers, we've got automated trucks that they're working on. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing all the dangerous shit first? Because that's how Skynet's going to get us. It's funny you say that, because I was thinking <laughs> Skynet. Like, <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about all the poor 14-year-olds that can't go out and make money during the summer mowing lawns because it's like, no, nah, I got Rosie, the robot on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because that was me and you, like, growing up. That's, that's how we, we paid for everything. Yeah, yeah. We, didn't, we didn't have paper routes. We had to go mow yards and that's stuff. That's what I would tell any young person right now. Go out and mow a yard if you need to make some summer scratch. But not if there's robots doing it. Oh, man. It took our derbs. It our jabs. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Oh, man. He said, what if you're not <laughs> What if you're out checking the mail and the robot decides it hates you and just takes off your toes? That's how it starts, man. Just throttles up 30 miles an hour and comes right at you. Ooh. You've also got to have the cleanest yard imaginable for it not to run over anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, think about it. If it has a sensor to where it senses anything that's not grass and it stops, like, my yard's effed. Like, it's not going to mow anything (laughs) You come outside and it's, like, two square feet or mowed and it's just sitting there, like, going, You know how it is when you... Throwing its hands up. You know how it is, like, when you mow... And then, like, the next day you're coming home from work and you pull up to the house and you see those lines that you missed. And you're like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be how your entire yard would look. It would be one just, like, missed line after another. Like, what the, my robot's like, drunk. It's like $3,300, <laughs> $3, $3, $3, too. So what if it just doesn't work on your yard? Well, you know, there have been times, especially with the way I work, there have been times where I just, I literally have not had the time to go mow. And so I, I had a uh, neighbor at one point that his son was like, ah, like 14 or 12, something like that, like perfect age for like, hey, this, this is what you're going to go do. And I told him, hey, man, you don't even have to ask me if you see that my yard is getting kind of kind of long, like it's getting mm-hmm. toward it needs it's to be shaggy. mowed, just come mow it and I'll pay it because like, I'm not like it was that's back when I was working every day I was working like 14 mm. hour shifts and I was working six, seven days a week. And like, there was just no time yeah. for me to do it. Just get it done. I'll, and so I'll I just told him, dude, Hey, pay anytime time. you see it, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for it. Don't even worry about it. You would think 
that this kid would have been like over there every other day. I mean, like, oh, yeah, look, look long. No, no, he would wait like two or three weeks at a time and then come over and spend an entire day mowing. I was like, dude, you could have made some easy scratch and I would have gladly paid you for it. But no, he did not think this through. I think he was like trying to buy a, like a new cell phone or something like that. And his dad mm-hmm. was like, I'm not paying for it, you know. Good dad. And yeah, I agree. Yeah, earn that shit. Uh, but still, I was like, I would come home, like, my grass is getting kind of long. Like, oh, I wonder if he's going to come do it. And I'm he not going to go knock on his door. Yeah, no, hey, I'd already given him, like, kid, a straight come up. Come here and take my money. Yeah. Yeah, I'd already given him the straight up invite. And I even told him, like, hey, I'll leave the lock, dummy locked, on the shed. And that way, if you need my stuff, just come grab it. Now everybody knows they can come steal your money. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Because guess what? They moved away. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm the only one that. My mo boy. I'm the one that has to mow everything. Not if you had uh, Rosie the Robot doing it. So, I mean, yeah, it's like, how did, there's so many questions here, man. I don't know. I can't really be looking at no $3,300 mower. I'm sitting here with a, what do we make tonight? Is $12 AC unit. It's cool in this. Little eight by the, eight little corner that we have. The random fort. <laughs> fort random. It really is. It really is. <laughs> yeah. So, I, it, everybody but, that's kind of familiar with podcasts, you know, you've got to soundproof the room you're in. Or it's just you're going to pick up everything. Y'all know from listening to this one, you're picking up dogs occasionally. Once in a while, Clark pops in and says something. Uh, So we have it soundproofed where we're recording. But where we had to set up isn't underneath a vent. And so it gets pretty hot. Mm -hmm. And so we have moving blankets and sheets. Draped all I wasn't going to tell them what we had. Let oh, them think that on, it's man. egg crate foam and it's nice and snazzy in here. Hey, hey, hey. Let's be honest with it. It's DIY hey. as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're sitting here with a $12 AC that we built out of a desk fan and a styrofoam, styrofoam cooler, styrofoam cooler full of ice. And then it's got a dryer vent coming up. Because <laughs> we, uh, Also, we had to find something that was quiet enough that we could run it in here and it wouldn't interfere with the audio. And yeah. I'll be damned, it's pretty quiet. Yeah. And it has cooled it down in here quite a bit. The most expensive part was the desk van. <laughs> it's working. It's working. Holy it's hell, it, it's working. It's making it decent in here. At least we can be in here comfortably and do our stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, so no $3,000 lawnmower. We got a $12 AC When we unit. fired it up and it worked, we just looked at each <laughs> other like we had solved time travel. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's alive! It's alive! (laughs) Three pieces. Oh, wow. Hell yes. Well, you know, too, duct tape fixes all. Mm Mm-hmm. I decided to go with duct tape because I didn't know if it was even worth springing for the waterproof, uh, the metallic tape. Oh, yeah. I mean, I needed to make it look nice, at least be presentable, but it's, it's doing its job. Hey, man, so at our house here last summer, again, working insane hours, couldn't take care of it. Went out in the garage, and we had like one of those really heavy-duty storm doors to go out into the garage. Mm-hmm. It had been pulling away from the frame for you know a little at a time, a little at a time, a little at a time. And so finally one day I grabbed it, and the whole frame just ripped out. <laughs> and I'm like, "You're strong." No, it's just a really heavy door. Uh, and I'm like, I don't have time. Like, I don't. I can't do this. Like, crap. And <laughs> you so just like, walk away from it. <laughs> fuck that. I'm no, done. No. I'm done. That would have been me. I didn't nope. quite do that. No, because it was just it leave the house in the middle of summertime. So it was like, oh. so it's like, crap, man. Like this is not gonna work. So like, I, I reframed <laughs> it the best I could in like an hour. 
which to a normal handyman probably could do that easily. Me not being a handyman at all in mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. Myself, sir. Um, you know, I got it to where it would work and the door would open and close, but there was a huge gap because I had to take all the trim off. So there was this huge gap all the way around it. Did you and, go get the foam? And so a couple of days later. You know, the, the canned foam. The, yeah, no. The sealer no, foam? No. Oh, oh, no. What did you do? I went way worse. So a couple of days later. If you say you duct taped it, I'm leaving this table. Liz came and she was like, hey, we've got to do something about this because I can tell the AC's running like nonstop because it can't keep up because we're just losing all the cool air because the heat and everything's coming out of the garage and it's just killing it. I was like, ah. So in a moment of desperation. I, We'll say desperation. Sure. That's the word we'll go with. I took masking tape and taped it all the way around. And I promise you, in two hours, it changed the entire temperature of the house. Liz Liz comes home and she's like, what did you do? And like I showed her and she was like, this looks like trash. This is terrible. But it's working. (laughs) She was like. But I'm nice and cool. It's okay. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, she wasn't exactly happy, but she was also like, well, uh, okay, I guess sometimes you got to do what you got to do and <laughs> make things work. <laughs> I like how your go-to was masking tape. There's guys out there that can jerry-rig things that will blow your mind. I watched a video of a guy that put a really cheap kayak, and he put the battery in it and then a, a motor and then moved over the steering column and everything out of a go-kart, and it was like a tiny little speedboat. Oh, and it looked like the most fun that, you know, when you come pulling up to that at the campsite, everybody's wanting to take a spin in it. And you're like, hey, look, I'm barely my ass is out of the water by about two inches. Mm-hmm. I know how to drive this. You're going to drown and be electrocuted at the same time if you go down in this boat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a death boat for sure. But but does it work? Some guys, some ladies. I, I've seen I know we've mean you've both talked about and looked at a couple of videos of people doing some really cool stuff with those kayaks, man. Yes. Like, we got in the kayak thing here a while back. Actually, we got into doing the stand-up board first, and then we started getting the kayaks. And uh, I know that one day when we all went out, y'all were out there with us, mom, me and Liz, you know, we were all out there in different kayaks, and the wind was blowing so terribly bad that we're paddling our asses off just to stay where we were, you know? And I know then that's when you said you came home and looked at the video that you looked at. Yes. There's a whole society of people that just modify their kayaks mm-hmm. and yeah i got that uh kayak off of you and boy howdy is that thing really hard it feels like you're gonna dump over yeah it's not the just, most sturdy no it's terrible so i started looking at how to build outriggers for it with just pvc pipe and you can buy some floats or some bumpers like that mm-hmm. and uh be damned you can stand up in the thing and cast a fishing rod out of like a cheap 80 hundred dollar kayak well tell me the one uh tell everybody the one the about power the drill one? Yeah. They sell this adapter for a power drill. I wonder if I can find it. And it pretty much, I think it's a four-foot rod, mm-hmm. and it's got a handle on the outside, so it has like a drive shaft through the middle so you can hold it with one hand. You hook that up to any standard power drill, and it gives you a prop on your kayak. You just stick it out the side mm-hmm. and go. And, I mean, some people haul ass in those things, and I was like, that is worth it just to have – Tucked up underneath in case you get in yeah, a situation yeah. where you're fighting against a current or something like that. Fighting against current, a, a freak storm a comes out of nowhere. Yes. You know, of course, here, especially like if you're on the river or something like that, they, you know, they drop some gates or something up there at the dam 
and you're stupid enough to not be paying attention like we do sometimes and you just need you need some power <laughs> you need something to, to get you back yeah that could definitely definitely come in handy it's called a drill paddle handle trolling motor hmm so it works like a little trolling motor awesome and we're not sponsored by them at all but uh, yeah it's super cheap they're like 50 bucks on ebay hmm worth it Unless you want to just get out there and be a hard ass and it's like, I paddle, I do traditional. Nope. Not this cat. Nope. <laughs> I want the easiest course of action I can for I, that. Again, I'm, I'm not I'm not a handyman by any means. I'm not creative with my hands. I just, I, I'm not. I, I'm I'm so bad that I was sitting there looking at my, my weed eater one day and I was so tired of just lugging it around. And I was like, I know they make a strap for it, but I don't want to go buy one. So I just got one of my old guitar straps and just duct tape. One into it and hooked it on where I could on the other end and just use a guitar strap for it. If it works, it's not crazy. I got a second hand, Husqvarna again, that's a the gas powered trimmer. That's a straight shaft. That's the the big boy. Mm-hmm. And you put a blade on, and the guy was gonna junk it because it didn't work. Okay, wasn't spinning right. And I was like, hey, well, let me take a look at it. I take it home, do a little bit of research, maybe forty five minutes worth of research on it, and look up the model number, and. There was a flaw where the tube shaft was about a quarter inch too long. So the little drive shaft in, in the middle of it wasn't engaging. I took a hacksaw to it. $200 trimmer works like a champ now. I've, I've cut down everything with it. And I was like, that was going to be junk. Just doing a little bit of a, a little bit of research on things can go a long way. And what brand was that again? Husqvarna. Yeah, so we're never being sponsored by them. <laughs> we just we dogged on their on oh, their no. lawnmower. Talked myself <laughs> out of the sponsorship. <laughs> now we went there and you Jerry rigged their their weed eater. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, no. I... <laughs> <laughs> never get sponsored by them. Never. Let me to take a step back here. Everything on the site said you could send it in, but I didn't buy it, so I did not have the receipt. Ah, uh, I see. So you could have sent it back, and they would have sent you a repaired model. Save. So, absolutely, their customer service <laughs> was fantastic. But I did not have the receipt because I didn't make the purchase. So, gotcha. I was like, well, they're, I, I wouldn't honor that. I'd be like, I don't know if you just dumpster dived and got this damn thing. You could be going around getting 100 of them and reselling them. Which is reasonable because, you know, yeah. dumpster dive before. People yeah. do that shit. Yeah. Did you ever hear about the, I don't think you can do it anymore, but people would go dumpster dive behind Guitar Center and get all those, bo- like, oh. it might have a broke neck, but the body and the electronics were perfectly fine in it and people would go back behind guitar center oh, late at night and pull no. out all the guitars and instruments and then you throw a new neck on it if you know what you're doing half-ass you've got a brand new stratocaster oh no i never even thought about that uh-huh oh wow i read about it for a while and then i started hmm. when we went to guitar center remember we drove around the back and i was like hey <laughs> swing over here i want to see if this is true it's locked up tight hmm. tighter than a frog's ass uh yeah i'm, I'm sure somebody caught somebody got out quick. and was like oh my god well You've got repair techs. I don't know why you wouldn't repair the neck and just sell it at a discounted price. Yeah. Other than that's a warranty issue with Fender or with Yamaha, you know, where they're like, hey, look, if something's broke, you can't resell this because we don't know the product you're putting out. They sell refurbished phones and stuff like that all the time that the store or a third party comes in and does it. And it's still you get a Apple refurbished phone. If you were like a secondhand music shop that sold refurbished guitars. You're probably on a gold mine until they found out about it, until they caught wind. You're on a gold mine, Trebek. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't mention that to you. You probably thought I was weird when I like, drive past the dumpsters, and you're like, all right, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking for? Uh, uh, Instruments. 
I don't question your mind. I just go with it. That's probably the safest thing to do. I can't explain to you what I'm thinking 100% of the time. I I don't want to try to understand what you're thinking of 100% of the time. I don't think I can fathom it. Just go with it. Okay. It's a deep, dark abyss. (laughs) So how weird was it the other night when you had a chance to go see a band that you recently played in perform as a crowd member? (laughs) When you say it like that, it sounds like I got kicked out. (laughs) No. I don't know that you didn't. I I don't think I did. (laughs) I don't know. I, I bowed out, but they might have been like, yes, I don't know. Uh, no, uh, it was cool. Like, of course, you know, now that everything's starting to open back up again mm-hmm. and we're able to start having shows and getting oh, live I'm music. so forward to going to seeing live music. And, uh, but I will admit, it was very weird. Uh, it was kind of a startup group. Uh, everybody was great. We really enjoyed it. I just didn't, I, I couldn't commit to the time with everybody. You know, I didn't want to drag mm-hmm. them down. Oh, or I know exactly how it yeah. is. Yeah, that's kind of how me and you both kind of ended up getting out of it where we're at right now. Anyway. But it was it was cool, but it was surreal and kind of sad to sit there and like I was happy for them. Did you feel yourself they, getting antsy? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like they put on a heck of a show, and uh, I was sitting there kind of tapping along to it. And what's funny is you know all these years playing, I always played bass and you know sang backup vocals, and so I'm sitting around with a couple of friends out in the front watching them play, and of course the songs whenever like some of the cover songs they were doing. Everyone would be singing the chorus and be singing the main parts to it. And here I am in the background singing the back parts to it. And Andrew was with me and he kept yes. looking at me. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, ah, it's just, it's, it's habit. It's habit. I'm sorry. I do. That's, that's my part. It's who, <laughs> that's it's who I, I am. <laughs> but it was, it was awesome just to go out and listen and just. And listen to live music yeah, again. Yeah, and have a good time. Like I said, yeah, they put on a great show and, you know, we look forward to checking those guys out again and. You know, hey, maybe in the future if something changes, maybe I can get back to jamming with them. But if not, hey, wish them the best and still going to go out and support them. I know it was really cool the other night when me and you got to go out. Yes. And got to go watch some guys playing, just two guys playing acoustic. Uh, they had a couple other guests that got up there and played, but still it was like, ah, oh, I love this. It was a scene we hadn't been able to enjoy in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to just sit at a table have a couple beers and listen to good music with a crowd around that was, it was, it was kind of weird. I mean, honestly, in a great way. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little strange. Yeah. It was kind of like, whoa, I hadn't been around this many people in this environment in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting back to but, that. Yeah. Some and then we left and we're like waiting for the next show. Yeah. Getting back to that. Secret Some shows. Kind of There's secret role. acoustic shows that are out in <laughs> really cool places that we can't talk about right now that... Um, can't give the secret away. Can't give the secret away, but they're having secret concerts. And if you are in the know, you can go out there and catch some really good music while they're trying to kind of build up their... I guess they're trying to build up their staff right now. They can't really... Yeah, the establishment or... Yeah, they, yeah. they don't have the, the, the space or the staff to support big shows, big crowds, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I know he said he was trying to expand on the place too, to yeah, make you it a little to talk more accessible. To yeah, to make it a little bit more accessible There's for more probably people. Probably a bunch of places like that with everybody's looking for help. Oh yeah, restaurants. I mean, oh, then when you yeah. have bars reopening that haven't been open in a year, mm-hmm. they have to fully staff again. They have to waiters, waitresses, bartenders. Everybody has to get back on their game again. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's like coming off the bench. I know, like when I was waiting tables, like going from say you'd have. And a handful of tables a night to going on to a full tilt boogie Friday, Saturday, where it was just chaos or whatever. 
and now you're getting everybody that's going being able to go out again and go do stuff and that's what's going from you went from oh well instead of having say an establishment that had 40 tables but they were only able to do like 15 because of the spacing and everything mm-hmm. now they're back to full capacity and everybody's like i said you gotta step up on their game you gotta hire some people and then you're bringing in the people that will work that do want to work yeah. but they have no idea what they're doing they've never done it before all the staff and that wow. knew what the hell to do has moved on to other shit mm-hmm. especially the, to try to make a living especially so you're yeah. trying to get back good people and now you're hiring people that have never been in the service industry and it's it's pretty rough going yeah. back to places <laughs> now where it's like you're asking you know, your server about like, well, what's this on the menu? And they go, I, I have no idea. Uh, and it's like, oh, yeah, you've only been open for three weeks. Like, I'm not mad at you. Yeah. But I, I understand. But, wow, like, yeah, this is, you're asked questions. They can't answer it. Yep. Yep. They're, they're newbies. So, wow, it. the frustration that especially bar, restaurant. Mm-hmm. They've been dying Small for so long that owners. want to get back to it and want to start yeah. going again. But, man, it's, uh, yeah, uphill battle. And then you sure. drive down the road every day up and down, and it's just help wanted signs. Everybody yeah. needs to get off their ass and get back to work. Yeah. The jobs are out there. Go yep. and get them. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, what you got there? Oh, I'm drinking a Dos Equis Ranch water right now. Hmm. <laughs> Usually I have one uh, more for the darker fare of things. You know, what was I drinking for his banquet a little while ago? Yeah. But uh, these are damn good. They're what I would call like a lawn mowing beer to drink while you mow your lawn it's really good when it's hot outside it's not too heavy they're really good i got a couple of those that are in my wheelhouse of lawn mowing beer you know here in the last couple of years that term has been thrown out a lot for beer oh. i wonder does somebody own like the copyright to lawn mowing beer i don't know lawn mowing i know there's one that's along those lines but uh because I'm not, we're sitting on a gold mine. <laughs> why, why haven't we? Why haven't we That's what I always recommend to people when I'm like, we know it's hot, barbecuing, yeah, mowing yeah. the lawn. Yeah, you just need something that's refreshing and sessionable. Yeah, well, so Dos Equis Ranch Water is a damn good one. Because have you ever heard of those people that they sit around, and they kind of, they wait and listen for celebrities, actors, actresses, uh, athletes, uh, politicians, uh, anything like that, and they wait for them to say something. And when they hear them say a term, especially if they say it like multiple times, they'll go and they'll copyright it right then and there. Just immediately? Just immediately. They'll copyright whatever it is. And so that way, if that person wants to use it later, like... Uh, ah, what a dick come, move. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But uh, at I'm going to steal a catchphrase of yours yeah, and copyright it. Yeah, it's, it's a dick move, but it's kind of like, well, I guess. Like, I mean, look at Marshawn Lynch with, you know, the running back. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. He copyrighted Beast Mode back when he was playing, and I think he actually said he's made more money off the copyright with his brand, uh, Beast Mode, than what he made playing. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of them. I mean, you think about all these different, you know, famous people that take have these copyrights over these catchphrases, terms, lines, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, everything's a hook now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure if me and you ever, if the podcast ever blew up and me and you had something, you know, skidamadoo-madoo, skidamadoo-madoo, <laughs> you know, something we could copyright, you know, it's like, yeah, that's our, that's our thing, that's our thing. Yeah, what, Megatron? Yeah, Megatron. Well, got, I'm sure that's, yeah. well, no, that's 
that's got to be copyrighted by Mattel or whoever. I, probably yeah, first. I'm pretty was, sure that one's probably was probably yeah, taken probably, back in the seventies. Take that. It's like, oh man, <laughs> I probably had to go in through. Uh, I got a nickname that's already taken. Probably had to. I, well, he probably uh, if he was able to put anything on there, it's probably a, a partnership with Mattel or Hasbro or whichever one it is and owns Transformers now. But yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that scene in Clerks 2 when he's talking about copywriting Optimus Prime yeah. for a domain name? <laughs> yeah. He didn't copyright the name, but he, he had a domain name that was Optimus Prime, and he's like, I'm about to sell it for a ton of money because it was when the first Transformers movie was dropping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of that. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Just got to come up with a catchphrase. Yeah. Makes me think Forrest Gump with the, the, the smiley face when he's running. <laughs> the t-shirt. <laughs> t-shirt. Smiley face. What did you say? Like he, like he went off to make a million dollars or something. I think that man made a million dollars. <laughs> have a nice day. It was a have a nice day <laughs> shirts with the smiley face. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. wow. This Anything. episode's gone off the rails, hasn't it? It, it was random. <laughs> That's why the people are here, is to just hear random shit. Yeah, we are definitely doing that. We're just one. like you folks. Hmm. Our mind bounces around a thousand different places. Hmm. Yeah. All over the spectrum. The ice just shifted in the <laughs> the DIY. You hearing that? We need to recharge our, our AC. We need to put, some, more, <laughs> put some more ice in it. It's like fucking Fred Flintstone. Like, we need to go put more ice in the cooler. <laughs> in the ice box. It's working, though. By, by Jove. Yeah. The damn thing has cooled it down in here. Yep. This is one of those when Clark needs a science fair project. I'm going to say, gotcha, kid. There you go. I got gotcha. you. Here's a science fair project. Hmm. And it just, it looks so funny. <laughs> it looks goofy, but it, it looks like a, uh, I can't use that word. Let's say avant-garde gas tank. How about that? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. It's a sad elephant. <laughs> but thank you, sad elephant, because you're making it more comfortable on us. <laughs> if we painted it chrome, it could have been in the original Star Wars. As a droid in the background. Yes. That's what it looks like. Like that the trash exactly. can. Like that yeah. McDonald's trash can that was marching around. Yep. That's what it looks like. I heard something the other day that made me really think. Cool 2D2. So Chewbacca's name is Chewbacca, but he can't say Chewbacca. Shouldn't his name be? Holy shit. You just blew my mind. He can't say his own name. I mean, right? Yeah. It's never occurred to me. You can't say his own name. <laughs> his own name. His name's... Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Chewbacca. Say it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, wouldn't that really suck if somebody gave you a name that you couldn't pronounce? That's the segment for this week. Random thought of the day. He's like, Chewbacca can't say his own name. <laughs> what? Stop messing with my childhood, dude. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Nice observation. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not the only one, that, the first person to ever come up with that, to think of it, but that just kind of popped in my head the other day. I hate Whoa. that when I think of stuff, and yeah. I'm like, I had an original idea, and then you look it up, and somebody else had the idea before you, but you still had that original idea, mm-hmm. just too late. Mm-hmm. Just too damn late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but mine are usually like, I come up with something, and somebody's done it like 10, 20 years ago. I'm like, oh, well, I was late to the party. Well, at least you're not going to make any money off the Chewbacca theory. Nah. Yeah. To just get likes and subscribes. I, I think there's plenty of people out there that probably do make lots of money off of plenty of Star Wars theories and ideas. Everything. Or, and we can't even touch those guys. Like, do no. you ever watch Star Wars Theory on YouTube? No. Oh, fantastic. 
I'm sure. It is fantastic. It's another one of those that I'll burn through and rabbit hole down before I know it. I've lost four hours. It's so really great. Check that out. Do you out. bounce back and forth between that and how to mod your kayak? Yes. And how to... Oh, amongst a thousand <laughs> other things, bro. <laughs> There's, if you look, I will never let anybody look at my YouTube searches. Mm-mm. Because it is just, no. first off, you'd probably be totally bored because you'd be like, this guy spent three hours looking up how to modify a kayak. That night I came down here, and we hadn't seen each other in like two weeks. Way before we started doing the podcast, it has been, been a couple years back. I come down here, and I'm thinking, okay, drink a beer, catch up with my bro. It'd be, it'd be fun. And you spent three hours talking to me about big cats. <laughs> and you're like, I just went down a rabbit hole, and I was just learning everything I could about big cats. I was like, Why? Did you know this about the American Puma? It can jump the length of a school bus. Unless I end up on Jeopardy, I'm never going to need to know that. Yeah. Well, I guess actually if I'm out in there. And I'll respect the shit out of mountain lions. I say if I'm out there and there's a Puma or something coming after me. It's like, you I need to get, know it, I need but to you get would further. never know that you need to know it because he would get you before you <laughs> knew he was there. It was just like. That's how they work. I'm sitting here drinking a beer staring at you. That's their protocol. And you're just, you're just going on and on about it. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Okay. That's every time we get together, though, that I walk in and you've got Kenneth's flavor of the week. What is like, you know what I've been looking at? <laughs> Filipino stick fighting. And you're like, oh, Jesus, where is this going? I'm like, hey, stand up. And you're like, I'm not standing up and I'm not letting you show me anything. You don't know what the <laughs> I'm fuck not, you're talking not about. Let you swing I'm not going to swing. I'm like, no, 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 nope, I'll do it. Nope, half speed, nope, half speed. Nope. No, you don't know what you're doing. Same thing when you walked in today and I was building this contraption and you're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to cool us down. Like, all right, prove it. I questioned you for a second, and you then I saw went, the look of it and said, "There's no way this is going to work." Well, I think you looked at it and said, "There's no way it's going to work either." But I, I sat there and I was like, "You know what? I'm going to buy in on this one. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's give it a shot. Let's do it. Let's see." As a testament to you, though, you did go get the fan. Yeah, because my fan didn't work, and you're like, <laughs> "I'll go get you a fan." Okay, all right. Let's give it a shot. I believe in you enough. Let's do it. I, I figure, worst case scenario, I end up with a. Little office fan. fan. <laughs> so, okay. Why not? Kind of need one. Nice and cool <laughs> and swampy Texas this evening. Oh, Jesus. Surrounded by the moving blankets that you gave away the secret. The secret to cheap soundproofing of a podcast room. You know what? In my defense, too, I do have <laughs> curtains in front of them. The backers are the moving blankets. Yes, we've talked about it on multiple episodes where... No, our, we haven't. Our, we never gave away the secret. People thought we were in a nice, posh no, office. Oh, we talked about it before. Remember because we talked about I have witches on a sheet behind me? Yes. Yeah, we did talk it's about it It's a Halloween before. theme in here. Yeah. I didn't, no, but say, no, we have I didn't say they were new curtains. We do no, have neons in no, here, so neons, we're... So. Got the ambient lighting, so it's a lot cooler in here yeah. than that overhead. We got neons arc. now. We got an AC. Like, we're moving up in the world. Go us. Look at this. Random and moving up. Pretty soon. <laughs> I do want to build the one we were talking about when we started the podcast where it's all at a bar. We want to build a bar to mm -hmm. podcast at. Mm -hmm. So when we have guests next season, we can have them come sit at a bar and it feels very organic to just have a conversation with two dudes. Yeah, or it just feels like you're just sitting up. Yeah, just we just got to get the, the sound right. But hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Figure out the sound. So it might have to be an extended bar. It can't be a standard bar. You know, we're, we're at distance each other where we're not picking up on the microphones. But there's a way to do it. There's a way we can play with it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. That'll be, yes, it's everybody, nice. make sure season this two. This feels nice in here tonight. <clears throat> yeah, this is pretty cool. Pretty cool. I like it. I've sat in worse rooms. True. Hey, my man, you want to do the thing? Do the thing. Do the thing.
All right. Everybody came for. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Search Engine Results. For this segment of the show, I ask the all-powerful internet a question. Keith's job is to guess whether it's A, B, or C from the answers I give him. You ready to play man? Yes, as always. Okay. Tonight's search engine result is going to refer to an earlier topic that we were talking about. So I want you to get in the zone here. Okay. The question I asked the all-powerful internet was, the first lawnmower was built in. Oh. Okay. Since we're down here in swampy-ass Texas this week. Mm. Okay. The first lawnmower was built in A, 1902, B, 1874, or C, 1830. Okay. Let that just stew around in there for a bit. A, 1902, B, 1874, or C, 1830. Take a moment. Gather your thoughts. Hmm. Can you give me any more hints, right? You say this is the first lawnmower. The first lawnmower. The first patented lawnmower. First patented lawnmower. 1902, 1874, or 1830. Hmm. That's actually pretty like, close together, really, because I was kind of expecting you were going to go like 14... 14- 24 or a lawnmower <laughs> like wait like you're thinking those push blade i was thinking something crazy but uh okay yeah the first lawn mower it was created for the purpose of mowing lawns 1875 1874 for when the first lawnmower was built was 1830 Damn it. by a no. man named Edward Beard Budding, hmm. who patented the new machine for the purpose of shearing vegetable surfaces of lawns, grass plats, and pleasure grounds. Pleasure Have grounds? you ever been to a pleasure ground? <laughs> I, no, but I think I, I, think I want to go. Maybe not. I, I want to go to pleasure grounds. I, maybe we uh, should go. Yes. He was a mechanic who built and repaired machinery for textile mills. He got the idea from machines that were used to finish woolen cloth. He tested it at night because he was afraid his neighbors would make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the times have changed. Everybody goes out and shows off the, oh, Bob's mowing, I got to get out and mow shit. This guy was mowing oh, at night, geez. everybody's like, what is he, what is, what's, what's Edwin doing out there? Yeah. Being a weirdo on his lawn. Is he drilling? <laughs> you know that thing had to be like, Brr. Oh, no, I bet it was so flipping loud. Maybe it was quiet. I don't know. We're assuming that it was like steampunk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Up mm. until this point, lawns were cut by a scythe. Yeah, I didn't know that. So people were out there just Grim Reaper and the shit out of lawns. It was an extremely skilled task to achieve the finished look, I assume. So I guess he put a lot of lawnmower and scythe reapers out of work. I want to see this thing. We're going to look up a video of this later. And, um... I want to say that I got all of this off of the BBC History of the World. I'm going to cite that because I didn't repeat this verbatim, but I damn sure don't want to get into anything mm. as far as copyright mm. infringement. Mm. Um, another interesting fact about this was that it had a worldwide impact and application to the creation of suburbs. Because people living on the outskirts of town didn't have to live in overgrown shit. They I were able to that. create yeah. subdivisions from the cities. Yeah. That were well manicured and beautiful places to live. 
So I think that's very neat. Yeah. Huh. The worldwide applications of it creating the suburb. That makes sense. And you know what's funny? Still to this day, you think of like someone who brings up the word suburb and like you kind of get that uh, like 1940s, 50s. Norman Rockwell look of everybody. Thing. Out. It's out there, a guy like in a suit mowing the yard. Like, ah, Was it Edward Scissorhands where they all come out at the same time and everybody mows the lawn? It's like as soon as the sun starts cresting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So pretty neat. Good, good on you, Edwin Beard Budding. Which still makes me so mad because... Again, mowing at night. I, I think I... Which I, now would get your ass kicked. I think my neighbor actually is a landscaper. And so guess what? How you figure? Because his yard is always immaculate, and he has a really nice trailer in the backyard that I'm... Just a good looks man. Looks like he's... No, I think he's got some equipment. Oh. And it's I'm over like, the top makes you look bad? And I'm like, okay, normally my yard would probably not be the best looking yard in the neighborhood. Like, I, I admit that. Yeah. Um, but then when you live next to the guy that has the nicest yard in the neighborhood, oh. and you're just like, man, really? Come on. Remember and like, that? I tried... I, I'll go out there and... It, it's all. It's always give it all you got. Mine always looks <laughs> terrible, and everybody else is perfect. And then I go out and mow mine, and mine's like the best for like maybe a day, maybe. And then I walk out the next morning, and everybody else has mowed it again and done all their stuff. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> See y'all in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, eh, whatever. Remember that episode of King of the Hill when hangs out there with a the ruler, mm. measuring the different spots in his lawn. Yeah, no. It's like, why would anybody do drugs when you can just mow a lawn? I. <laughs> No, that is definitely not me. I yes. am not that guy. Thank it's you, Mr. A... Budding, for giving us this wonderful invention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely changed the world. Fantastic. For sure. For sure. And yeah, now we get... When I was reading that, and I found out the part about the suburb, you know, it added to the ease of rural living. Not not rural living, but you know what I mean? But everybody lived in towns, mm-hmm. or you were country folk. Mm-hmm. It created a whole new subsect of people that could live. The in-betweeners. Hmm. And now pretty much most places people live are suburbs. You got me thinking. I still hate mowing. I know as a dude, I should be like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to mow and I'm going to do it. No, I still hate it. I still hate I it. hated it when I was in my early 20s. Uh, let's just say 20s. Until I became a dad. <laughs> and yeah, then you know. Use it. It's, the esca- it's meditative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're ex- escape from things. No, yeah. I, I won't say escapism. I almost did, but it's not escapism. It's It's simple. It's honest work. Yeah. You get outside, and especially now with podcasts, you can just throw in some headphones and yeah, listen, listen to music, music or listen podcast, to somebody talk yeah. for a minute, and before you know what you're done, and you might have learned something. Yeah, no, I still hate it. So I look forward. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Unless it's like now where the mosquitoes are the size of pterodactyls. Oh, jeez. Yeah. The rivers runneth over. Yeah, with the last three weeks, we've had rain almost every single day. Almost every single day. Uh, I got which... out. We'll be great, you know, in a couple months. Hopefully, we won't have droughts and everything. It just struck me people listen to a podcast. Uh, We've been talking about mowing for a lot of it. It's like, oh, my God, these guys. Hey, we just talk about what we know about. <laughs> we just go for what you know. Uh-huh. So, what did your podcast say today, honey? Well, they talked about mowing for a hell of a long time. There's probably some guys that are sitting out there like, yep, yep. I bet you. there's some ladies. Ladies out there, yep. Get out and mow their own damn yards. A lot of times, Liz goes out and mows our yard. She's like, hey, you take care of the weed eating, I'll mow when I can. Melanie loves it. She begs me to mow. Yeah. She's like, please, let me do the mowing, you do the weeding. Nobody yeah. wants no part of that shit. Weeding sucks. Weeding sucks. We can all agree. Yeah. I try to be all environmentally friendly. Because I really am. I really, I tr- tried to be. And so we bought the ba- battery-powered mower and weed eater. Mm-hmm. And they actually work really good. Like, I can't knock them. Like, they work great. They're a lot better than when they first came out. And I was like, what are you if doing with that little... Sh-? They work great if you kind of keep 
track of your stuff and you don't let it get overgrown <laughs> like I do. And then oh, you're out yeah, there like, power's still an issue. It's like, I get like 10 feet into it and the battery dies. I'm like, but that's on me. That's me. That's all me. I gotta stop being lazy with it. But I just, I, uh, I loathe it. I loathe yard work. And I mean all yard work. Uh, I like it. I'll, you know, trim the trees, do the hedges, that kind of stuff. That doesn't bother me. I just hate mowing. There's a funny-ass episode that the kid was watching of Bluey. Don't know if y'all watch Bluey. I think Jack's a little too old for that. He's watched a little bit of it, but yeah, he's, he's kind of past it. I swear to God, Bandit Healer is the most relatable dad on television. <laughs> okay. On this TV show, this cartoon that's First made off, for... he almost gets popped in the balls every episode. So I'm like, yep, you got kids. You know that's happening. It's head butts and mm-hmm. elbows and knees. Mm-hmm. But then there's one episode where they're... <laughs> <laughs> the one they were watching today, I just caught, I was in earshot of it, and he's like, I was just feeling kind of down. I thought some chainsaw might cheer me up. And I was like, that is a total dad thing to say. True. I thought some True. chainsaw might cheer me up. So there you go. Yeah. If your kids haven't checked out Bluey, highly recommend it. You might actually watch it a little bit Bandit as a dad. <laughs> and Chili Healer are the most relatable parents that I've ever seen on television. Most realistic. <laughs> yep. And I have nothing know. but good things to say about the show. I crack up watching it. It's a hell of a lot better than Caillou used to be. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll save all the uh, bad kid shows. Yeah, we're we, not getting into kid shows. We'll do that on another episode. But uh, anyway, so to kind of recap on this, uh, we kind of hit all over on this one today. But uh, I think, <laughs> I think hey, we got some Thanks for joining things. us for just like, you wanted some random men episode today? You got it. This is delivered. a good old random men ramble. Yes, it was. Well, as always... Good buddy. Thanks for joining me here in the... Mm-hmm. What are we going to call this now? Random Men Fort. That's what we're going to call Fort it. Fort Random? Fort Random. Okay. Fort Random. <laughs> okay. The kid came out here and she's like, what are y'all doing? Coming through curtains and stuff. And she's like, oh, it's like, I saw it in her eyes. She's like, you built a fort. You have an air conditioner. <laughs> like, We just don't have snacks. We built- if we had snacks on the table instead of beers. Yep. Well, I say. Yeah, we got... Mm, we got liquid we got snacks. Us, liquid snacks. Ah, yeah. But anyway, so thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, Remember to uh, hit like, subscribe, leave some comments. Let us know how much you hate mowing. If you enjoy mowing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably eating some people. like, Keith, you're a jackass. (laughs) I love I like my mowing time. Yeah. (laughs) So until next time, I'm Kenny. I'm Keith. Keep those lawnmower blades sharp and your weed whacker whacking. (laughs) 